welcome back. I am pumped. I'm pumped to be back. And I don't know why, but I just hit record and then I stopped. And then I was like, I need to start again because something feels so different about sitting down to record this episode. And it's actually crazy because so much has happened in the last two weeks for me and in my business and just really actually personally and not in like my personal life, but just for me from a growth and development point of view, I've had some huge shifts, some huge shifts around what I've been doing and how I've been showing up, namely how I have been showing up for others more than I've been showing up for myself. And since, you know, like, and everyone has this, right? And you you know that you've got these things or someone might identify something for you, but it's not, you have to, it has to go off for you, right? Like the light bulb has to go off for you. It doesn't matter how much work you do. It doesn't matter how many conversations you have until it lands for you, nothing shifts. And that is what's happened for me in the last two weeks. And you know, if you've ever experienced this before, the minute it lands, it is literally, you can't unsee it. And then everything shifts from there. And it just feels so fucking good for me because, and I I won't go into too much detail in this episode, maybe I'll do another one, but so much has made sense about how I've been showing up and operating in my business. And I have made so much room. I've opened up so much space for me since I've decided that I'm going to be putting the same amount of effort that I've put into other people into me first, and then we can flow on from there. And so much has shifted. And, you know, as a mom, I think just naturally we instantly want to give everything that we've got to our kids and our family. And while all of that is great, we just end up pouring from an empty cup. And so here I am pouring from a very full cup, a cup where – I am leaning deeply into actually loving my own time and loving just being with me and not being with anybody else and loving my own company. And I don't know if that's weird to say or to um, for other people to kind of be like, what? <laughs> and I've always loved spending time with myself, but this is about getting a deep, intimate relationship with me. And I am I'm so fucking excited and I will definitely update you on how this journey is going and where it's going. And I think for me, one of the, the, I guess the like, not contradictions, but the pull of why I probably haven't done this sooner is that I've had this belief that if we don't have, and this is just going to give you the polar opposites, right? The full black and white, and we're going to see it in the gray somewhere, but like the belief of like, okay, well, if you have no friends, for example, and you enjoy only spending time with yourself and your own company, well, that's bad because you have to have friends, right? What I've identified is that while you can still a hundred percent have our friends, we don't have to, and our family, by the way, this goes for friends and family, 110%. We actually... if you do not like your own company, if you can't spend a full, you know, 48 hours with yourself, then there's probably some things that we need to look at. And this was for me because while I absolutely could spend time by myself and I loved being alone, I didn't necessarily actually deeply connect. And so I could be by myself and I could watch a movie or I could listen to a podcast or I could work or I could read a book or I could do all of those things, but I couldn't just be without any of those things. And 
that work over the last two weeks has been, oh my God, the fucking best. And so if you have ever wanted to know what your own company is like, I highly recommend you just be alone and don't do anything and see what comes up. Anyway, anyway, that is not what we are chatting about today because what I want to dive into today is all around pedestaling people. And I see this a lot in the industry. I see a lot with social media, you know, it so often can share, we see into people's lives and, you know, there is the argument, it's sometimes just a highlight reel and other people's argument is, no, that's actually my life. It may look like a highlight reel to you, but that's actually my life. Now, I tend to sit on the side of the fact that it is a highlight reel because I, while those aspects aren't untrue, right? Those highlight reels are never untrue. It's not that people are necessarily going out there and actually going and living a life that is not true to them. That is deeply their life. I just don't believe that we're sharing every single moment because we don't actually have to, right? However, what comes with that often, especially in the coaching space, and especially for those of you that follow business coaches, so often we can pedestal. And I have been guilty when I first got into the game three years ago, I did this too. Like there is no difference between me and you, but I want to share a bit of my journey. And like I said previously, you know, and maybe when you hear those things or somebody says something to you, they don't necessarily land in the moment and then they land later. I'm going to share with you something that actually got told to me. What are we? 2023. So it would have been at least, at least five years ago, if not maybe six, right? Um, And we'll get into that in a second. But what happens is we see into these coaches' lives, right? And they're sharing with us nine times out of 10, the money that they are making. And When we live in a society where we are told that the more money you earn, the better you are doing, then when we see somebody earning more money than we are because they're sharing, you know, their revenue, which, you know, if you've listened here before, I've said this a million times, revenue does not mean how much they're taking home, okay? You've got to be really, really observant when you're seeing this information, because, you know, if somebody is telling you that they're doing, let's just say that they're saying they do a hundred thousand dollars a month, but they have a huge team. They are, there's no way they're taking that home. Okay. And so we just have to be really observant here. We always want to understand what the profit is. Really revenue means absolutely squat. For example, I had a client tell me the other day that they just hit 1.5 million. And while that is incredible, incredible, they haven't necessarily been doing their financials. And so for me, I that number doesn't mean anything. I want to know what the end result is, right? And this is just how I look at things. And this is through years and years and years, you know, growing up with parents who all spoke about money, I was very aware of what happened in a business. This is just my lens, right? And I know that that is not the lens for everybody. However, We are told in society, the more money you earn, the better you're doing. Go get a job, work your way up the corporate ladder, earn more money, right? So when we believe that somebody is earning more money, it makes them better or they're doing better, then we start to pedestal people. We start to look up to these individuals, but we are looking up to them for the wrong reasons because when we look up to them, we're actually supporting this belief or when we're pedestaling them, we are, we are supporting this belief that you are better when you have more money. Now, we absolutely can look up to people. I 110% all about that. 
all about that, right? But we need to know why. So often in the space, you may hear, you know, I want to share with people, or a lot of online coaches will say, and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way, this is not a bashing thing at all. What I want you to make, what I want to make you aware of is your own thoughts, right? When you look up to these people, what are your thoughts telling you? And are they making you feel shit or great? Because you often hear, you know, what is possible for me is possible for you. And this is supposed to be the most empowering statement. And it absolutely is true. I believe that to my core. However, I want to share with you what I was told five years ago. And so five years ago, I was working in my corporate job in mining and I can't actually remember the timeline. So six or five years ago, whatever, five or six, um, I moved into the C-suite team and when I moved in, I had my, a, a meeting with the CEO's assistant. Now this CEO of this mining company his base salary. So for anybody that's worked in corporate or mining or anything, you'll know that, you know, when I was there, we, I had my base salary. Then I had my super on top of that. Then I had my, um, bonus on top of that. And then I had my shares on top of that. Okay. So there is a lot to consider when we talk about these big salaries. However, the CEO at the time was earning a base salary. So remember on top of that, we're going to add super on top of that. We're going to add a bonus. And on top of that, we're going to add his shares. He was earning $6 million. Okay. And it would have been very easy for me. And I was like, if I put myself back then, I was fucking scared. I was so intimidated because when you move into work for the C-suite team, you work on what's called the C-suite level. And this is literally a floor, (laughs) a floor of a building where only the executives work. And nine times out of 10, they do this for privacy and what is happening there. Because obviously with shareholders, there's a ton of different stuff that needs to be kept private. And that is just the aim of the game when you're a publicly listed company, right? However, you're going onto this floor with people who are earning a fuck ton of money, a fuck ton of money, right? And naturally there comes this level of intimidation. And I met with the EA um, for the CEO and she said something to me then, which I heard And maybe I lent into a little, but it wasn't until I started my own business and probably only 18 months ago, I would say that this fully fucking landed for me. She said to me, Laura, what you need to know about coming to work on this floor is that everybody is the same. We are all exactly the same. Some people may earn more money on this floor, but nobody is higher than anybody else. And for those of you that have worked in corporate and you understand the EA's role, the executive assistant's role, especially to a CEO of a mining company, they fucking run that shit, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, whatever they are saying, there is no way it is out of alignment to what the CEO thinks. When she said this to me, like I said, it landed, but it wasn't until 18 months ago that this fully landed for me that we are all the same. And I know that when I say this, everybody goes, yeah, of course, of course, we're all the same. But just let that land for you, because do you actually believe that? Do you actually believe that when you see these people who are earning a lot of money, that you are actually the same as them? They are no more, they are no less. You are equal to them. And the reason that this is so important is because when we really deeply understand this, the detachment from money happens. 
And when we can detach from the money, it no longer has a hold over us. So here's the thing, and I want to give you an actual like example so that you can understand what I'm trying to explain. If, for example, I was to have sat down with the CEO and let's just say he was my coach, okay? And he said to me, you know, Laura, what is possible for me is totally possible for you. And you can 100% become the CEO in six in one year's time and earn $6 million, right? Firstly, he never fucking would have said that to me. That is literally not a conversation he would have had with me because it would have been, while I believe everything is possible, let's just be realistic here, that was fucking impossible, right? There was no way for me to go in my position to becoming the CEO within, not even within one year, not even within five years, right? That was just within that company, right? Sure, maybe I could have gone to a smaller company. I would not have been earning $6 million. Even if I became the CEO in five years time, I would not have been earning $6 million. Now, a lot of that is because of corporate structures and because of the ceilings and all of those different things, right? So sure, we can do it much quicker in our business, but this is not about the money. This is about our paths and our history, and what you're ready for. Because back then, if he had have said that to me, it even if he even if it was possible, even if within five years' time I could have become the CEO and earned six million dollars, it was impossible because I was not ready. It was impossible because I believed that it was about the money. And now, now for me, I actually believe that we absolutely, I will shorten that timeline. There is no doubt in my mind that that timeline will be shortened because I am a different person. I am no longer attached to any money. When I see people talking about the money, it, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't shift me. It doesn't move me. I am completely neutral when they're talking about it. And what happened when I became neutral to that? was I no longer bought into any program because of money. I no longer bought into anybody that said for me, you know, um, you can earn this much or this is what's possible for you or, um, you know, we promise to get you these results. I, In fact, it actually turned me the complete opposite way. I was no longer interested in that because they were selling something to me that was almost like a get-rich-quick scheme. And I knew that it was about you. It's about you, right? You have to be ready. But more than that, you have to know why you want the money because I can guarantee you don't actually want the money. You don't want the money. And you're probably thinking, fuck off, Laura, I want the money, right? Because look, who doesn't want $6 million, right? However, what you want is what you think it gives you. What you want is, you know, let's say, for example, in Perthia, you know, one of the, I guess, best suburbs we could call it is Peppy Grove, right? Or Peppermint Grove. So you may be thinking, okay, well, it would buy me a home in there and I want to live in Peppermint Grove. Great. You do not need $6 million to live in Peppermint Grove. You need it. Sure. You need, you know, the homes are there at 1 million and, and above, but you don't need 6 million. So what do you actually want? What's it going to give you? Do I just want the fact that he never, I can almost guarantee, ever, ever thought about paying a bill? He just paid it. Is that actually what you want? You just want to be able to pay your bills with ever thinking about them, with ever checking your bank account before you pay the bill? Because you don't need $6 million to do that. Fuck, you don't even need a million dollars to do that. So what do you actually want? 
what part of the money do you actually want? And when you can, when you realize this and when you realize that everybody wants something different, everybody is in the game for something different, whether it be purely for the money, whether it be status, whether it be freedom, whether it be like whatever it is that you are in it for, when you realize that everyone's, everyone wants something different, you no longer pedestal these people and you realize this is how quickly you can realize that it is possible for you. It is possible for you to do it in that time frame. It was absolutely impossible for me to do it five years ago if he had to have that conversation with me. It literally fucking impossible because I did not believe it. I had built a belief that you were better when you earned more. And that kept me stuck for so fucking long, for so long. If you take anything away from this episode, what I want you to do, I would love for you just assess the relationships that you have with the people that you follow. Are you pedestaling them or are you looking at them as exactly the same as you? They are no better. They are no less. They are no worse. They are exactly the same. But they, I can guarantee it. And you know what, guys, pop into one of them. Whoever you, like your favorite coaches online, you know, whether it be me, feel free to jump into my DMs. I don't care. I'd love to have the conversation or somebody else. But ask them the question. I mean, you already know this from me, right? So probably not the right person. So ask somebody else, right? Because you know exactly what I'm going to say to you. But ask them the question, do you feel attached to money? Because I guarantee you they're going to say no. And I guarantee you that they don't necessarily, while in business, and you know, if you're in any of my containers, you will know this, I'll fucking preach this till the cows come home. Understanding your financials is the most important thing that you can do, right? And we do absolutely want to know our numbers. But when you consistently chase a number, you consistently have the feeling of chasing. Yet the people that have the money that you believe brings whatever it is that you believe they bring, it brings, for example, let's say you believe it brings the fact that they have no stress financially. They don't have the feeling of chasing because that feeling of chasing is a feeling of lack. They don't have that feeling. So, so often when we talk about money mindset work, we talk about our relationship with money, right? Yet when it comes to your business, And we focus on getting, let's just say you focus on getting $10,000 this month as an example, right? There is a feeling of chase. There is a feeling of like, I've got to get there. I want this goal. I've got to get there. And it is so important to have financial goals. And the reason that this is so hard so often for people is because it absolutely contradicts itself, right? Because we say, don't chase the financial goal, but have a financial goal. And what happens is you're like, well, firstly, Laura, what the fuck? How the fuck am I supposed to decipher that? But the aspect here that's important is that you have to do the piece of detaching first and then you can set the goal. Because once you're detached and once you no longer chase the goal, once, so for example, I could set any financial goal and then I just let it go. That's it. That's literally all I do. I'm like, okay, that's the goal for this month. I don't look at it again. Fine. Goodbye. That's it. I don't, consistently think about it every day in my business. I don't check my Stripe account every day to see if I've achieved that goal because I don't give a fuck. I literally don't give a fuck. And I'll be really honest, right? This has not always been the case for me in my business at all. And a lot of this has come from the fact that I 
don't have to support my family. It, it, it's not dire straits, right? I absolutely still bring in an income that supports our family, but it's not dire straits. And it, and it doesn't have to be a huge amount. And this absolutely takes some pressure off. And so please know that if you're the breadwinner and this is something that you are needing to do to support your family, that's a different level of stress that will come with that, right? And it is uh, it is hard, you know, I all, I'm all about keeping it real here. It is really, really hard if you are the breadwinner and you're running a business to not feel like you're chasing, to not feel like you're consistently feeling like you're on that rat, the, the, the rat race, that wheel, right, the hamster wheel of making sure you can bring it in and chasing and always looking at your Stripe account and always doing these things. And I get that. I 100% I'm not disregarding that because I have seen that. I have been there. I know what that feels like. But the minute you can support yourself, anything above that needs to be detached. Anything above that needs to be removed from, I need to get there. Because not only are we chasing, ask yourself what it means. What does it mean that I have to get there? Why do I want to get there? Am I trying to prove something to myself, to somebody else, to other people, to people online? Why do I have to get there? Why do I even want to share that? And you know, it's a big thing for me. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care for me about how much a coach earns. I, I, it means squat to me. While I have my own goals and I want to achieve a certain amount financially, what I care about is can you or can you not get me to my goals? I don't care what you earn. And I don't necessarily believe that a coach has to earn more than me in order to get me to my goals. I deeply believe that a coach can earn less than me and still get me to goals that are higher than theirs. Because a good coach for me sees me and I don't want their goals. And I do not believe, I deeply, deeply am of the belief that I don't have the same goals as my coach because I don't know everything about their life. And while they may share certain aspects, you don't know everything. And so I don't want a coach that is just going to share with me how they did things. And I think this is, you know, there's so much here. But like I said, if you feel like it has been putting stress on you or anxiety on you, or even if it's empowering you, even if you feel empowered, still ask yourself the question, have I been pedestaling them? Because the minute you take them off that pedestal, the minute you actually get to see things clearer, you get to see the work that they had to do to get there. And when you can see that, everything changes. Everything becomes possible for you. Ah, there we go. How was that? <laughs> that feels like I was, that almost had to feel like an out of body experience for a little bit there, but that's okay. That was exciting. That was fun. I deeply hope you got something from this episode. I will be back with you next week and I hope you have the most incredible, abundant, beautiful week. 